The Faces We Choose, a Good Omens Crackpot fic, written by Entangled Now and read by Jeff. For the prompt, Weddings. Are you sure about this? Crowley asks. Aziraphale can see that he's just as nervous, just as afraid. But there's also a determination, and something soft, and aching, and desperate. He lifts their joint hands, presses his mouth through the brand new circle on Crowley's third finger. My love, I have never been more sure, he says honestly. They find a place in the woods, miles from anywhere, a clearing that will hold the two of them. The branches above them are heavy with leaves, enough to hide them from prying eyes. Aziraphale is nervous, but Crowley knows, Crowley always knows, which is why he chooses to go first. It's quicker and easier for him. His cooperation has always been more malleable, more easy to change, to slip into and out of. Aziraphale watches him split open at the veins, black spilling like hellish oil from every part of his skin. The crack of bones and the soft tearing of wet skin heralds the mass of him, stretching out in one twisting spiral of red and black coils, sparks and immense heat. Crowley's human body drops, empty and hollow, to the forest floor as he continues to unfold, the crack and hiss of occult energy leaking into the world. Arms and claws manifest, and then the ragged, sharp shape of his wings. They are followed by a lashing series of plaited tails, a head like a guillotine, spines all the way down his back and spread around him, hovering about him like frozen raindrops. When Crowley finally stretches out, a Aziraphale can see the great red hole open in his chest. A raw wound that had never healed, an empty space now filled with fire and loss and pain. All the jagged pieces of his halo scatter and pierce down his body like a broken necklace. He rises, towering above Aziraphale's human form. He is clearly wounded and scarred and burned. But he is also Crowley. And he is the most beautiful thing Aziraphale has ever seen. He knows how much Crowley has done for him already before he ever asked for this. How could he possibly do anything less for him? Aziraphale removes his clothes carefully, jacket and waistcoat first, then trousers, shirt and underwear. He leaves them hanging on the branch of a tree, and there's a slow, creaking hiss from behind him that manages somehow to sound fond and tender. It's been a very long time since Aziraphale presented as anything but human. It takes him a moment to remember how to find the way out. He reaches inside himself, carefully finds the edges of his corporation, and pushes against them. 
The bodies are so very small in the end, so very fragile. He finds a crack down the length of his spine, and he carefully slides the smallest piece of himself through it. That small piece becomes an ethereal stream, like mercury spilling into the air. It drops and spatters across the forest floor, freezing grass and sticks and falling leaves. His primary wings push through first, the long memory of being bone and flesh briefly registering as pain. The sensory parts of himself follow, the fronts and tendrils and great gelatinous eyes, spilling out to hover in the air. Energy changes to matter under the force of the transformation, spilling as pools of water that collect in the dirt. Slimy wet strings of divine will stretch and break with the motion of his exit. He drags more of himself outwards, a shifting mix of appendages, sounds and streaming gold. A second set of wings rises, stripping from the empty shell of him, then burning wheels that vibrate so fast they appear to be spinning. Then the ethereal flame at the core of him, the words that he's made of, rise blinding from the cracked ribs, which he will so carefully repair later. The very last thing to come free is the majesty of his halo, a great spinning fear that envelops him completely. His grace made manifest. He feels his corporation give one final tug, as if to keep him tucked safely inside, but then he is pulling himself free and spreading open, like a butterfly from a cocoon. Aziraphale makes his way over to Crowley, who is now one-third his size. The demon says his name, his true name, and his whole being rings with it. He can feel how much he's loved and how fiercely. They carefully clasp jagged flaming claws and matting liquid suspensions of grace, steam hissing and spitting as their two opposing energies curl around each other. It's a sting that Aziraphale has waited almost six thousand years for. In voices that grate and ring and snap in the cold evening air, they recite their wedding woes again. The end.